the, a guest on and he completely turned around the way that we're doing uh, our email campaigns and brought up our average from 23% open rate to uh, around 60 to 70% open rate on every email blast that we Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, AKA the Beard Guy here and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon and, well, how about we say the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we have a special guest and that special guest is going to be interviewing me about the podcast and we'll just call her chat GPT. Anyway, we're going to have this as an experiment to see how it goes. It could go right into the trash or it could be something that's pretty cool. I have no idea what they're going to be asking. It's going to be asking me. Okay. So welcome to another lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right. Like I mentioned today, it's going to be an interview with me about the podcast by ChatGPT. So I asked ChatGPT about an introduction and it said, today we have a special guest joining us on our podcast. Our guest is an AI powered language model developed by OpenAI, known as ChatGPT, with a vast knowledge base spanning a wide uh, range of topics and a knack for providing informative and insightful answers. ChatGPT is here to share its exp expertise and experience to assist us in exploring today's topic. Whether it's answering questions, offering advice, or engaging in a thought-provoking discussion, ChatGPT is a valuable resource for anyone seeking information and knowledge. So without further ado, let's dive into a conversation and an interview that I'm going to have with Norm Farrar, founder of Lunch with Norm. Okay, so that being said, Kelsey, let's hit our first uh, sponsor and then we'll come right back. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. In the interview, don't worry about any glitches. I'll do my best to respond smoothly to your questions. Just let me know when you want to start. How about we start right now? Welcome, ChatGPT. Welcome, and thank you for having me. Let's start with the first question. What inspired you to create Lunch with Norm? Well, the inspiration came on our patio during COVID, having a cigar with my three kids. And we wanted to do a COVID project together. And I'm not sure who it was, uh, but somebody said, why don't we do a podcast? And I said, no way. I wasn't comfortable to do a podcast. I would um, much rather not. Uh, so anyway, I don't know how they did it, but they talked me into it. And we started doing a our weekly podcast now called Lunch with Norm. That's a really interesting origin story. It's great how a family conversation led to the creation of Lunch with Norm. How did you decide on the format and topics for your podcast? What kind of content can listeners expect when they tune in? Well, it kind of evolved over time. We started out with a simple format um, and it was a mess. I can't even watch the first 
podcast that we did, uh, there was really no format. It evolved over time and how we would create it, um, how we would stream it, and eventually what type of guests that we wanted to have on. So nowadays, we want to bring on uh, guests from Amazon e-commerce or even entrepreneurs that can make online sellers better online sellers, but in a casual and friendly way, also focusing on building a community. Lunch with Norm has really evolved, focusing on providing valuable insights for online sellers and entrepreneurs in a relaxed, community-oriented setting. That's a great niche. How do you go about selecting your guests? And what do you look for in a potential guest to ensure they align with your podcast goals? Well, first of all, I don't know the guest that's coming on. Uh, I have delegated all the work to Kelsey, who works with us. Uh, and Kelsey's my son, and he started out doing the outreach. I did at the beginning, but then things just got too busy, and there had to be a better way. So we created a system where he would do the outreach, and now he's got an assistant that does the outreach. So what they have to do is they have to make sure that they're good on podcasts or that they've done some form of interviews uh, in the past. So they go, they check out. The, the quality and the content that the person's provided. And they want to make sure that it fits into either um, uh, uh, Amazon uh, e-commerce or entrepreneurship. And that I really don't get, to, I don't get to see the the client or the interview, whoever I'm interviewing That's before. Well oh. approach. Delegating the guest selection process to ensure quality and relevance. It's impressive how you've streamlined the process while maintaining the podcast's focus on e-commerce and entrepreneurship. With this system in place, how do you prepare for each episode, especially since you're not directly involved in choosing the guests? Well, this strategy is... strategy to ensure engaging and informative conversations? Well, this is funny because I don't get to see the guest until I turn on my computer and start. So when I turn it on... I get the script and we've chosen to do it that way because it, it allows me to be more spontaneous and it also provides some fun for the audience because there are bloopers. This is live. It's not recorded. And uh, we just thought that that would be a lot more fun. Um, but we did start off with me having to look at the script, memorize questions, but now it's just uh, turn on and I see a couple of talking points and then we get going. I have no clue who's going to be on until we turn on the computer that day. That's a unique and dynamic approach, ensuring each episode is fresh and spontaneous. It sounds like it adds an element of excitement for both you and your audience. Given this spontaneous style, what have been some of your most memorable moments or surprises during the podcast? Any particular episode or guest that stood out to you? There's always been, there's a lot of guests that have uh, stuck out uh, to us, but it's the ones that are a surprise uh, that you don't know a lot about. Like, let's say for email campaigns, um, we had a, a guest on and he completely turned around the way that we're doing uh, our email campaigns 
and brought up our average from 23% open rate to uh, around 60 to 70% open rate on every email blast that we do. But there's always somebody that just blows me away. And there's too many to be mentioned. I know Steve Wiedemann is another guy that blows me away with his SEO. Um, and then it's just all of our Amazon uh, experts that come on and uh, incredible people. Uh, oh, you're going to interrupt me? fascinating how your podcast has not only provided valuable insights to your audience, but also directly influenced and improved your own practices, like the significant increase in your email campaigns open rate. Having a variety of experts like Steve Wiedemann in SEO and various Amazon specialists must keep the content diverse and insightful. How do you keep your podcast engaging and relevant for your audience, considering the fast-paced changes in e-commerce and online business? Well, that's uh, it's interesting that you asked that question because it's not about the podcast. It's about the way the podcast creates a community. Uh, we go out of our way to try to have an engaging community on many different platforms, and we try to see what works for people. So that could be um, our Facebook group, which is really great. Lots of people there. Um, we just started a WhatsApp group, which is incredibly engaging. I can't believe the amount of conversation that's going on there, our newsletter, our YouTube channel. So we've tried to figure out different ways that we could build communities. And with a community, uh, you can start to build a loyalty and just have a really great group of people that you get to know sometimes on a first name basis. Like I can see a lot of the people that are in the comments that you can't see today, but I can see uh, that I've gotten to know and hang around with, uh, had some cigars or drinks uh, at events. So it's pretty cool. Your approach to building and nurturing a community across various platforms is really impressive. It's clear that Lunch with Norm is more than just a podcast. It's a hub for like-minded individuals to connect, share, and grow together. This community-driven focus seems key to keeping the content relevant and engaging. As you've built this community, what are some of the key lessons or insights you've gained about engaging with your audience and fostering this sense of connection and loyalty? Well, one of the things I like to talk about, if we could skip to a, a, another question about family, because I have uh, Kelsey, who is uh, my son, involved as the producer, and at times I have my other son, Hayden, who uh, comes in and becomes the producer for the people, as he calls it, um, during some podcasts when Kelsey can't make it. Involving your family in the podcast sounds like a unique and meaningful aspect of Lunch with Norm. How has working with your sons, Kelsey and Hayden, influenced the dynamics of the podcast? What's it like blending family and professional roles in this project? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a completely different view on things uh, or if you listen to other Amazon podcasts, it's a different dynamic because it is uh, my son. For the most part, it's Kelsey. Uh, he's on probably 90, 95% of the episodes, but uh, just being able to talk back and forth, have fun. A lot of people think I abuse Kelsey. Uh, sometimes I try to, but in a fun way, uh, but he takes everything in stride. He likes it. I know he does, uh, but it's just being able to continue to work with your, your kids. So uh, if it wasn't for COVID, the podcast would never have happened. 
I would never have had my kids to work with because Kelsey was a teacher in Korea. And now he's back working with me as long as he can take the abuse uh, and all in fun chat GPT. Working closely with your family, especially in a creative and dynamic environment like a podcast must be a rewarding experience. It's interesting how the pandemic led to this new collaborative opportunity with your sons, Kelsey and Hayden. It seems like the playful banter and the unique family dynamic add a special touch to Lunch with Norm. How do you think this family involvement has shaped the audience's experience and the overall vibe of the podcast? Well, I, I think the way that we've set it up uh, with the fun approach, casual approach, uh, just makes it something that people can tune in and we know we're going to be talking about a serious subject that people can learn about um, and still have a good laugh uh, once uh, either I screw up. You know, I have lots of bloopers also because this is live. Uh, but, you know, it's just a, a place that they also know that they're not going to have pitches. So it was very important for us uh, to to get people on board uh, no pitches or very, very, very limited pitches and vetted people that we've um, already talked to or that we know uh, that they're knowledgeable in whatever their area of expertise is. The combination of a casual, fun atmosphere with serious, informative content seems to be a key element of your podcast's appeal. By focusing on providing value without pitches and ensuring guests are knowledgeable in their field, You've created a space where listeners can both learn and be entertained. This approach, along with the authenticity brought by the live format and family dynamic, likely contributes to a loyal and engaged audience. In managing this balance between fun and informative content, have you faced any challenges? How do you ensure the podcast stays on track with its goals while keeping the atmosphere light and enjoyable? Sometimes that's really challenging. That's a great question because we don't know uh, some of the guests that do come on. We see them, we hear about them on podcasts, but we don't know what they're going to be like. So you don't know if your personality is going to click with that person. Now you're, I knew you're going to interrupt me. Sounds like one of the intriguing challenges of your podcast. So require adaptability. So let's start. I want to continue answering that question that you just asked. Absolutely. Please continue sharing your thoughts on how you handle situations with guests who might not immediately fit into the style of lunch with Norm. All right. What's your approach in these instances? Well, you have to take it uh, day by day, podcast by podcast, because you don't know your guest personality. Sometimes you do. Most of the time you do. But uh, a lot of the times these are new guests that we've never talked to. And sometimes it's extremely hard to extract information out. And I wonder how I'm going to pull off a 45 minute interview to an hour long interview when people are giving me yes, no answers. So that's tough. Or if it's a very dry topic, like how can you get people to have fun with, you know, uh, something that's very dry analytics, accounting, insurance um but you have to bring that out of people so that's the toughest and then of course when the guest doesn't show up that's the worst uh today that's what happened and that's that led to us having this conversation a guest canceled at the very last minute so kelsey said what do you want to do and he says oh why don't you get interviewed by 
by ChatGPT, which led us to this interview. And I think you're doing awesome. It sounds like you've developed a knack for adapting to various challenges, whether it's engaging with less responsive guests or tackling dry subjects in a fun way. Your ability to improvise, especially in situations like a last minute guest cancellation is impressive. It's great how this unexpected turn led to our unique interview today. Given these experiences, what advice would you give to someone looking to start their own podcast, especially regarding handling unexpected situations and keeping content engaging? First of all, you got to be able to move on a dime. So you don't know what the uh, guest is going to say or do. Uh, one of the things probably you have to decide right up front is whether you want to do this live or you want to do a pre-record. And I would suggest that if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, uh, don't do what I did and go live. Uh, Pre-records, you can edit, you can uh, make mistakes. And sometimes, especially with a live, you don't know what that's going to be. Your camera could go out, your internet could go out, your mic could cut out. Uh, with a pre-record, you can easily get around all of that. So uh, that's, uh, that's, you know, some of the things that I would take, uh, uh, think about before you do this. The other thing is make sure you have the proper equipment. If you're going to be doing video or if you're going to be doing audio, you got to have the right equipment. Uh, nobody's going to listen to anybody with a crackly mic. Um, people should also, oh, you're going to interrupt me. I'm going to stop you. Oh, up. Okay, I found a way to stop her from interrupting. This is awesome. Okay, the other things that you have to do is the prep time. It takes uh, time to understand who you're talking to or getting to know. I'm different. I don't know who I'm talking to, but for the most part, uh, I would recommend doing that research. Uh, understanding the amount of time that it takes to put together a podcast. That was something that uh, we didn't know, we didn't anticipate. And if you're gonna do it right, and you're gonna be doing social media, a website, uh, probably there's gonna be these costs that you unexpect. So uh, that did catch us by surprise, is we didn't know how much a podcast would be to put it all together. So, and then the other part to this too, uh, when you're further down the line, is sponsorship. Uh, sponsors help pay uh, to keep this going. Uh, this is, we don't monetize anything here. So this helps us pay for some of the expenses that, um, that we incur. So that's something to um, look at, but you have to be careful that you don't uh, kill a podcast with too many sponsors. So I think that should be enough. You've highlighted some crucial aspects of podcasting, like the importance of preparation, and understanding your guests, even if your approach is more spontaneous. The time and costs involved in running a podcast are significant factors that new podcasters should be aware of. Your point about balancing sponsorships is especially insightful. Having sponsors can help cover costs, but it's important not to overwhelm the content with too many advertisements. These insights are valuable for anyone considering starting a podcast. Considering these challenges and the investment required, what keeps you motivated and passionate about continuing Lunch with Norm? What do you find most rewarding about this experience? So let's ask, or if you can ask me that question in about a minute. What would you like to discuss or share next about 
about your podcasting experience or any other topic. No, go ahead and ask me that question, but I have to take a break for just one minute. Okay. So, so far, I hope everybody's enjoying this conversation. If you do have any questions about the podcast that I can ask our guest today, ChatGPT, just let me know. Uh, well, uh, I guess at this point, uh, this is the bottom of the hour, uh, and uh, just wanted to talk to you a bit more about, this is usually where the guest comes on and talks about a prize that they're going to give away. And if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, it's called The Wheel of Kelsey. So to get uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to be doing a draw and it's going to be for a special prize. And to enter into that draw, uh, you have to do hashtag wheel of Kelsey or tag two people. And then you'll get a second entry. Uh, today's prize, Kels, what's today's prize? Uh, my guess is as good as yours. Um, we can do another press release and blog article. Yeah, we. how about we do this? Because we don't have, well, we do have a guest. Uh, we could either do a press article, a press article, press release, blog article, or a tariff terminator. And tariff terminators are, you know, 500, I think it's $500 uh, for each one. So any of those, just let us know. Hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people and you'll get a second entry. And by the way, if you've got, questions about what's happening uh today just ask the question i'll be able to see it and i'll be able to ask um uh, chat gpt what their thoughts are so uh also again just i'm seeing that yes uh press release okay drip um but just hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people you get a second entry and now let's go to a sponsor and i'll come right back with our special guest facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. All right. My wife has gone out, so I'm in charge of pouring my own coffee today. Ah, so tough. Okay, let's get back to our conversation. We'll see how long we can take this. I don't know if it'll be another five minutes or 15 minutes. Let's just see what ChatGPT says. Okay, I am back. What was that question you'd like me to answer? Welcome back. I was curious to know what keeps you motivated and passionate about continuing lunch with Norm. What do you find most rewarding about the podcasting experience? Well, what I, I think the best thing is when I take a look at our groups, like the what apps, what's what apps group or the Facebook group and the way people are engaging and people answering. So it's not me, but it's, it's inspiring when you see other people that are, I, I call it the uh, give to get mentality when people are sharing and they're not looking for anything. So they're not looking, you know, oh, you they're looking for an affiliate fee or anything like that. They're doing it because they want to help people. And that's what I think is very important. Um, this podcast doesn't get my oops. This podcast doesn't get monetized. So, you know, this really it's just we want to share content. We want to help people get the right information. There's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. And uh, that's our whole goal. 
So I think that kind of sums it up. Commendable approach, focusing on sharing valuable content and correcting misinformation without monetizing the podcast. It shows a genuine commitment to helping and educating others. Given this focus on providing accurate and helpful information, how do you ensure the content you share is reliable and up-to-date, especially in an ever-changing field like e-commerce? Well, luckily, uh, being uh, having a podcast and also being in the uh, Amazon uh, in the Amazon network, we get to know a lot of experts in the field. So we can either, if there's a piece of information uh, that's that comes across our desk, we can ask other people like our my buddy uh, Kevin King or Carlos Alvarez or any of the other guests that have been on, we can reach out to them and just, you know, see what their uh, thoughts are. So sometimes we might get it wrong. Sometimes there's multiple ways of doing things like creating a product listing or doing a product launch. There's all sorts of different ways of doing it. And there might not be one single way. So we'll also, you know, provide those multiple um, types of uh, a multiple approach. But for the most part, uh, we feel that we're pretty much experts in the field. And if somebody is flossing us um, or, or if they provide us uh, with information on our, uh, our outreach uh, program, they give us some talking points and we're not comfortable with it then we'll reach out and let them know. And we have canceled guests before um, just in a very political way where we don't hurt anybody's feelings. Your approach to ensuring the accuracy and relevance of your content is thorough and well-informed, leveraging your network of experts for verification and presenting multiple perspectives on topics like product listings and launches adds depth to your discussions. It's impressive how you maintain the integrity of Lunch with Norm by being selective with your guests and content, even to the point of canceling guests if needed, while being considerate. This careful curation must contribute significantly to the trust and credibility you've built with your audience. In this journey of podcasting and content creation, have there been any unexpected lessons or insights that you've gained, either personally or professionally? I choose not to take part in gossip. That's probably uh, one of the things that um, I try to stay away from. So if really, if you can't say anything good about a person, I try not to say it because that can, it's happened. It can come back and bite you. And I'm an old guy and it's happened probably too many times. So I choose now uh, to stay on the positive rather than on the negative, even if it's a notable thing. I, the only time I will do this, it'll be in a very political way, is if I see something in a group or an environment where it could affect the group, I won't mention names, but I'll just give my opinion. And then I don't go out and I don't hurt anybody. I don't trash anybody and I don't burn bridges. And that's, by the way, I'm going to know I'm going down a whole different rabbit hole, but burning bridges uh, comes back and bites you. Uh, I've I've done it. I've seen it. And I try not to do that because you never know um, with your emotion where that'll bring you back um, later on. It might come back that you might end up being partners in something again. But um, that's one thing that I try to do. The other thing is um, just the amount of people that I've been able to meet at events that aren't guests, but people that come up and introduce themselves 
and then all of a sudden are um, the friends. Like I, I see people here like uh, Steve Fillion and Rad and Luke, and there's just a whole bunch of people here. Drip, I don't think I've ever met you, but I feel like I know you. But there's so many people here that, you know, we'll come up and we'll go to events. Uh, we'll have a meetup. Uh, we'll sit down. We'll, we'll talk about business, but we'll also talk about, you know, just fun things, break bread, have a cigar and just enjoy life. So that's one of the things that's probably one of the biggest benefits here. Uh, the podcast might not be monetary, uh, but just being able to go out and have all these life experiences, meet people. Uh, that's, that's awesome. That's one of the main benefits of this podcast. You have reached the message cap for GPT-4. Please try again later. There we go. All right, guys. So I hit the message cap for chat GPT-4, but, uh, you know, I never got to ask it about the wheel of calcium, what it thought about it's, uh, you know, that's our USP. That's something that we do differently than everybody else. I wanted to sneak that in and I should have. Uh, what we'll do uh, for anybody who's listening, it was a little bit, there's, you know, a little bit of a three, four second delay, but uh, Kelsey, let's make sure that the editor uh, for this uh, takes all those um, pieces out. So that way it'll just be, you know, question, answer, question, answer. But uh, love to see what you guys thought of this. So that was ChatGPT. And this podcast, literally, we said, a, wow, five minutes beforehand, Kels, 10 minutes before, uh, let's set this up. And uh, that's what we got. There was no uh, pre-asked uh, pre questions. It was as you heard it. So, uh, okay. Anybody, anybody have any questions about, uh, well, chat GPT or the podcast? Uh, if not, then we'll go over to, um, a sponsor and then over to the wheel. Okay. Yeah. So we still have time. Uh, if you want to throw in any questions that you've ever had about the podcast, uh, about norm, um, you can answer, uh, or put those in the comments now we've got, or Kelsey, does it? We have any questions about Kelsey? Hmm. Yeah. yeah I know a question. What it. did it feel like to be on cash cow or cash cab or whatever that thing is? Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm featured on the Canadian cash cab. I don't think it's aired. Uh, I think it's airing maybe in the summer or something. They, yeah. They're not going to tell me anything, but basically I was a, a lifeline on the show cash cab. So uh, I was taking money out of the bank and, uh, someone was yelling at me and I looked around and it was, uh, the cash cab with a, a camera just like facing me. And so I had to go over, answer a question, which I got completely wrong and I uh, got them in a strike, but, uh, yeah, it was a fun experience. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we All do right. have a, a question, um, which I actually would love to do in the future. Um, from Coolhand99, will Lunch with Norm ever branch out into hosting a live event? That's a that's a good question. I it would be interesting to have. I'm talking about you know what would be live. Uh, I would love to do is I would love to do something where maybe another conference is going on and we do something just a live podcast uh, and do a a live Wheel of Kelsey where Kelsey is actually, and so, there has been, 
there is there is one of our guests that is willing to pay to pay for the wheel to Velcro Kelsey so we could do a live wheel of Kelsey with Kelsey actually on the wheel. And so um, uh, that is that is a dream of mine to do that. But to do a, uh, a regular event, maybe one day we'll we'll tie that into something. I, uh, I know that um, a buddy of mine uh, has approached me for something in Toronto um, that he's doing, but that's more of a digital con- conference. Uh, more than less than a or rather than a Amazon conference, but uh, I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, I would like to see like an actually live recorded podcast, like maybe going to events. Uh, you can like in the hotel room, kind of sit down with uh, Kevin King or or one of the guests. Oh yeah, yeah, and have like an in person podcast uh, versus just being over. Uh, Streamyard or, or Zoom. You're and, talking uh, about, but recording, like just do like w- taking people as they come out, and just uh, do a recorded version, right? Yeah, like a a, a real hour long podcast with you, um, not in your studio, like um, right. at these live events, um, or even doing it at a live event and doing like maybe a segment for the for like let's say like SellerCon or something, there'd be a live Lunch with Norm podcast happening where people can ask their questions and everything like that. Yeah. It would be cool. Yeah, well, the, I think the next big event that I'm going to is um, Carlos Alvarez's Online Sellers Cruise. And uh, by the way, um, if you haven't or if you want to go, it's probably the cheapest uh, event that you'll go to. Uh, now, you do have to pay for a cabin, but that's really not that expensive. Um, the the tickets, I think we have, uh, I know we have a discount. But if you are interested, there's a bunch of people going. I think uh, Carlos said there's about 200 people. It's going to be for seven days. Uh, when we're on the water, we're uh, in, in class uh, doing workshop, not workshops, but uh, watching presenters. And then you get the fun of um, just hanging around, going out on excursions, and break like I said, the most important part to me is breaking bread with people to get to know them. So if you're interested in that, uh, you know, check it out. I see Steve uh, is uh, uh, there. Steve was on uh, the last one, I believe. Yeah, it was the last one. Um, and th- maybe the one before that, too. But anyways, I'm sure he had a blast. Uh, so if you haven't got your ticket, it's like it's like 300 bucks, isn't it, Kels? I'm not exactly sure. I do know, like, you have to pay for the actual uh, cruise ticket too, yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they're pretty, pretty affordable. The uh, the event itself. Yeah. So okay. So let's see. Any other? What's Rad's question there? We've got. Uh, what is your opinion on the abundance of AI video and photography apps, and which is the best? There's a few. I'm gonna bring somebody on. Savvy Works that I just uh, took a take. Uh, I just had a, a call with the uh, CEO there and uh, looks fantastic. Uh, this is just for some video uh, photo apps. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, I'm not sure which is the best um, like for Amazon products. I know there was just an up um, upgrade addition to Ecom tent. Uh, he uh, Max just reached out to me. So if you take a look at that, uh, you can now do like full uh, infographics uh, within the app. Uh, but 
it, you, you can play around with them. There's also like, like now with mid journey, uh, runaway is, uh, interesting. If you want to know more, if you want to learn about, uh, these types of apps, uh, check out, uh, Saj Adabas, um, skill leap. He comes out every week with a bunch of videos and he keeps me on track of everything. So, uh, it's very inexpensive. It's called skill leap. Uh, Saj has been on and he, uh, he helps contribute to the newsletter once in a while. Yeah. So, um, this is the link, uh, for skill leap. If you want to sign up for that kind of boot camp, uh, all the courses and stuff that he, he posts in there. Um, this is, I believe, uh, you get a 20% discount, um, using this link. Um, so this was when Saj was on. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's dirt cheap to begin with. Yeah. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, I don't think there's any more questions. If uh, there's any more questions while we're here, we don't usually get to get this opportunity just to have us on the podcast. So if you if you ever had any questions about Norm or myself, um, you can ask it now and we'd be happy to discuss. We've got a couple more entries for the uh, Wheel of Kelsey. But Oh, uh, you know what? I just have an observation. Look directly into your camera. Okay, people say when I was young I looked like Kelsey. This is this is this is what you got to look forward to. <laughs> that hair is gone. Give it I just hope. a just yeah. give it a couple of days, maybe a oh year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's it. Let's give this a let's end this. Okay, well, you've got your own little ad read um, okay. to do. Okay. So All right. So, again, I hope you, you liked today's episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. We'll clean it up uh, because of those delays. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was just something to do that was a little bit differently. We'll probably come back in another month or two, and it'll probably be completely different, even more uh, in-depth with what the technology is and how it'll start to understand the podcast. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting re-interviewed, but let's go to seller basics. So, Hey, Amazon sellers ever face account suspensions, ASIN hiccups, or IP headaches, introducing seller basics, your Amazon ac accounts guardian, which is $99 a month. Seller basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these uh, challenges. Plus, this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys. No long-term contracts, cancel in just a month's notice, and view Seller Basics as your account, uh, your uh, Amazon account's health plan. Check it out at sellerbasics.com. And now for the disclaimer, Seller Basics is not an insurer or law firm. Consultations come from independent firms. Results can vary. Memberships need uh, needed before events leading up to claims and terms apply. All right. Now let's go over to the wheel. All right. Here we go. Here is the wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. Okay. So I can't hear you, Kels. Yeah, sorry, it was glitching again. Um, I just have to share my screen. And there we go. 
All right. Thank you, everyone, for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. If you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithmarn.com. Today's prize is your choice of a press release, blog article, or Tariff Terminator. It looks like Cool Hand. Cool Hand know. grabs it. Perfect. So just and let Kelsey know what, what you want, and we'll make sure that that gets done for you. All right. Awesome. All righty. I think that's it. All right. Any last words, Kels? Uh, I just want to mention the newsletter again. Um, again, we're basically moving everything over to this new newsletter. So if you are getting newsletters from us, that's going to be ending soon. You're going to have to move over to another. Uh, you have to sign up again, basically. I, I posted in the WhatsApp group just now, too. Um, but basically, you're going to get some emails in the next couple of weeks just saying, don't forget to sign up over here because we're stopping everything on that one platform. So it's a bit of a headache, but it's literally the only way we can do it. We can't just import the list and put it over into this new platform. We have to do, you guys have to sign up by yourselves to do it. So uh, check it out. I'm dropping the links again. So join us over there. It's going to have a lot of cool stuff. Um, we're, I've been uh, getting stories from Norm and we're going to be putting those, his experiences, his life lessons, um, into the that newsletter, we're going to be sharing updates. We're getting our guests to to curate um, their strategies and tips and do actionable advice. We're going to have giveaways just for the newsletter people, our, our own wheel of Kelsey. So it's going to be filled with a lot of cool stuff, a lot of giveaways. And uh, so check it out. It's lunchwithnorm.beehive.com. If you're listening uh, on the audio, Beehive is spelled B-E-E-H-I-I-V. So it's a little different, but Check it out, sign up, and uh, it'll be coming soon. And I think that's it. Okay, so just uh, this is this was very interesting. I saw this yesterday. I posted it in the WhatsApp group, but it has nothing to do with Amazon. But this is kind of cool, and it had to do with playing cards. So I don't know if you guys saw the post I put in, but uh, playing cards, the origins of playing cards. Did you realize... Now, 52 cards uh, equals 52 weeks of the year. Two colors for day and night. Four suits for four seasons. 13 weeks per season. Um, 12 court cards represents 12 months. And if you add up the aces, all the other ace, 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 plus two, 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 equals 364. And the joker was meant to be the leap year. So I had no clue that that's uh, the origins of a uh, of playing cards so see you le learn something new even if it's not about amazon but thanks everybody for listening to today i hope you enjoyed it want more great information don't forget to subscribe by clicking here also if you want to check out our latest podcasts click over here Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.